Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for February 3rd, 2022. That is two and then three, which is really apropos for what I want to talk about today. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, let's check in. How you doing? What's going on out there? You having a good day? You having a good Thursday? I'm a fan of Thursdays, you know? Not that there's a day I hate. I mean, I've got... I kind of used to dislike Tuesdays, but then I made them Terraform and Taco Tuesdays, so they're kind of awesome. I guess, I, yeah, every day of the week has something positive that I can associate it with, and that's that's key, right? Just having a good positive association with things. So hopefully your Thursday is awesome. You're moving into Friday. The weekend is coming. And you got something maybe good outlined, or maybe you're just going to stay in, drink some hot chocolate, and look at the snow. Uh, it's going to get pretty cold. <laughs> this weekend for us. So I'm going to watch my currently flooded backyard become an ice rink instead as things drop in temperature precipitously without precipitation though. (laughs) So, okay, let's, uh, let's dive into the topic today. Now, in case you haven't listened to it already, there's a new episode of day two cloud that came out yesterday, the second, and it was dealing with what an infrastructure engineer needs to know about Web3. That was the context. We, we wanted to talk to someone who is working at a company that does Web3 application hosting. And we found that person, uh, Josh Neuroth from Anchor. And he walked us through kind of what Web3 means, what a dApp is, what the implications are for blockchain and distributed ledgers and sort of the hardware that needs to sit behind it. And, you know, what an infrastructure engineer, what a technical person who's going to have to support one of these systems potentially really needs to know. And that was what I wanted out of the episode. That's awesome. I'm happy he was able to provide that. Okay. But I also know that in the larger context of things, Web3 And some of the associated things that go along with it are hotly contested. It's a bit of a hot button issue. (laughs) Folks have very strong opinions on both sides of the aisle, as with just about anything these days. So I thought I was looking through the retweets and likes and, and all that kind of jazz from when I tweeted out the new episode was up and I saw a bunch of crypto crypto uh, cheerleaders sharing the post, you know, assuming that I had a positive outlook on Web3. And I thought it would be good to take a moment and sort of talk about my position, the way I'm thinking about Web3 in general. And this is probably going to take a few days for me to do. It's not going to be one daily check-in. This is probably going to have to be maybe spread over three. But I did want to clarify what my position is on it. And it's going to be a more nuanced position because I don't think this is a pure polarizing thing. I think the truth is, I don't want to say somewhere in the middle, but I don't think it's at either of the extremes either. So let me describe what I see as the two extremes, what I'm seeing in the populace right now. I'm seeing on one end, people being unreasonably excited about Web3 and blockchain and crypto and NFTs. And, you know, it's going to be the bomb that soothes everything. It's going to be the panacea, the cure-all, the snake oil, if you will. And there are definitely some grifters in that category who may not really believe in the technology, but believe that they can get other people to believe in the technology and get a payout on it. And that's certainly what we're seeing from the NFT 
market is there's there's a lot of uh, crypto cryptocurrency and nft scams going on out there so i'd be very cautious about getting involved in any of those and then at the other end of the spectrum you have people who are dismissing it as a pointless technology as a solution in search of a problem i don't think either of those perspectives is 100 percent correct I think the answer lies somewhere in between, but I'm definitely leaning more towards the pessimistic view than I am the optimistic view when it comes to blockchain and Web3. And let me get into why a little bit. Now, first, if you want some really interesting perspective on the negative side, the pessimistic side of things, uh, Folding Ideas and the guy who runs Folding Ideas has an amazing YouTube video. It's two hours long. So strap in. It's going to take a while. But he really, really goes deep into the NFT market and how it works and how it relates to what happened with the, you know, the, the big economic crash of 2007, 2008 when the mortgage market kind of went underwater. So there's definitely a comparison to be made there, and he kind of talks about that, and he also got involved and deep into some of these different NFT scams that are out there, not to the point that he lost money, but he was deliberately accepting invitations and all that jazz. So definitely worth a watch if you can spare the time, you know, um, but if you're looking for that perspective, it's definitely out there. Now, I, I have a slightly different perspective because I'm not completely negative on the technology. I put up a tweet today. The tweet said, basically, is a wrench intrinsically good or evil? And it's a complete nonsense question, right? Because if you think about it, a wrench could be used for good, could be used for evil. You could use it to tighten a bolt on something that's about to fall off. Well, that's good. You tightened a bolt. Well done. Uh, You could use it to loosen that bolt so something does fall off and someone gets injured. And that's not a great use of it. You could also, you know, hit somebody with the wrench. That's, again, not a great use. So a, a tool by itself is generally amoral. It doesn't have a leaning towards good or evil it's 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 a tool and until you use it until you take that tool in your hand and do something with it the tool by itself doesn't have an intention now i know that can be like a slippery slope if we start talking about other kinds of tools like say a firearm well that that could be an agent of great evil and potential good and that gets into some dodgy areas but just generally speaking when we're looking at tools and technologies the technology by itself is generally in a moral gray area or amoral to begin with. And I think blockchain comes to us from that place. Is it energy intensive? Yes. And that also depends on the implementation. Is it energy intensive? Yes, but it also depends on your intent. It depends on how the people are using the technology. So I don't think that blockchain and Web3 is inherently good or bad. A lot of it is in the details of the implementation and what it's being used for. Another way of thinking of it is if I gave you a wrench and you used it to hammer in nails, that's not a very good use of that wrench. That's not really what the tool is intended for. Can you drive a nail into a you know a board with a wrench? Probably. Is that the proper tool to do that with? 
No. Is there more, much more efficient tools? Absolutely. So I think to a certain degree, what we're seeing with blockchain right now is the using a wrench to hammer in a nail. <laughs> it's, it's, I have a tool and I'm looking for how to apply that tool and I'm going to try it in a lot of scenarios and some of those scenarios are going to be suboptimal. There's already a tool out there that does a better job at this thing and maybe, you know, we tried it, it doesn't work for that thing, let's go back to the tool that actually works best for that thing. But at least you tried it, right? You experimented. Now, if someone gave you a wrench and you had never seen a nut or a bolt in your life, you might not know what that wrench is good for. And I think that's exactly where blockchain sits today. We have some kind of vague notions of what it could be good at, what it could be optimized for, but no one's come along and said, hey, here's a, here's a bolt and a nut. Look at that. This wrench is perfectly suited to tighten that bolt. Oh my goodness. Okay, now this tool has a purpose. So we kind of almost invented the tool before we had the thing it should work on. That This has happened before in technology. This isn't new. And sometimes it comes up because the initial requirements, the initial idea for a tool, the reason it was developed, uh, are not broadly applicable. For a long time, Google ran internally something that was like Kubernetes. It was called the Borg. And in, in a similar regard, making that technology available to a wider audience for most people didn't make, didn't make any sense because most people don't have Google problems. But as Kubernetes became more, uh, I would say more user-friendly and as folks started embracing some of the design patterns that are used by Google, now for some cases, Kubernetes makes a lot of sense. But I think there's a tendency to throw, try to throw Kubernetes at everything because it's the new and shiny. And we're going to find that a lot of times you're trying to hammer in a nail with a wrench. <laughs> and so maybe Kubernetes isn't the answer and maybe blockchain isn't the answer either. So I think that's, to, to put a pin in it for, for today, I think where we're at with blockchain is we have a wrench and we haven't found a bolt yet. So we still, we need to keep trying things because it's not inherently a good or bad technology. It's just a technology that doesn't have a really well-defined purpose, and that's okay. It will eventually find its niche or completely drop off of the face of the planet. So those are my thoughts for today. I will continue this thought train tomorrow. I have some ideas about uh, decentralization versus centralization, and I think that's another rabbit hole we could really go down. That's what that, that's coming up tomorrow. That's going to do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear your opinions. Reach out to me on Twitter. It's Ned1313. Engage with me on LinkedIn or however you want to do it. Till next time, stay healthy. Stay safe out there. Bye for now.